Wait, he embezzled the, three uh, billion with a B dollars. Yeah. Not yeah. not three I million. Think, I did third. I remember when I met him. I I said, "Hey, Lance, listen, you know." He's like, "Oh, so how much was your crime?" I said, "Man, thirty nine million. You know, big case." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's a big case." <laughs> I said, <laughs> and, and, Hey, this is Matt Cox, and I'm here with Juan, and we are going to do a one-year anniversary for Juan being released from prison. To from, from detention, actually. Oh, from detention. Yeah. Did you get halfway house? You didn't get halfway No, I did my halfway house under ICE custody. Oh, okay. So, Beautiful. but you were released. I was released on the... I went home December 23rd. So okay, I'm, so for... So by the time this, this is released... Yeah, it'll probably be, be a couple, it'll probably be a few days, but yeah. whatever. Close enough. <clears throat> Close enough. All right. So we're going to do that. And we're going to basically talk about, uh, we're going to have a, a discussion just about prison and prison politics and uh, so some myths, some myths. So, yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, we're going to talk about Orange not being the new black, you know? And, uh, and it's funny because we had this conversation off camera yeah. and for I like said, half this, an hour. Yeah. And I said, we, we ought to just talk about this on camera. And and then we go on camera and I'm like, no, what, no, what, what do about? we talk what, about? What, what, you know what well, I mean? You know, what, what, what it, it started off where we were joking about how um, you were telling your kids how you're you're like I'm actually oh, running this that's place. Right. Like this is ridiculous. I'm because my this kids, place. Uh, you don't have kids that visited you, of course, but your I mom did. I don't have kids that talk to me. Yeah, yeah, you know, because that's what a decent guy I am. So father of the year. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But my kids will go and visit me and they'll say like, dad, you know, because they were concerned that, you know, dad being a little soft for prison. And uh, I will tell them, listen, are you okay? Are uh, they punking you out? Are they raping you, dad? Are they raping you? Your 15-year-old daughter. And I will be are, like, are, are you someone? Only on Thursdays, honey. Are you someone, someone's <laughs> bitch? Dad, please don't let your nails grow on your, you know. So you shave because your head shaved. The the, the the mop wig fits better. <laughs> oh my god! That, we're gonna talk about the mop buckets in the shower. But uh, I will tell them like, listen, I have so much control over this prison, and it's because I'm a nerd. Yeah, I never knew that nerd power was gonna be my savior. And they used to tell me that you've been down for too long. Nerds run the world. Everybody works for a nerd. You know, and then you have Facebook and you have all this stuff that was developed when I was in prison, when you were in prison. When I was in prison, there was, when I got, when, listen, Facebook came out like just before I went to prison. Like, you know, it was big when I went to prison was MySpace. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. You, you, oh my God. You there was no iPhone. What year? Did there was you, no iPhone. What year did you go to prison? Uh, 2006 is when I was caught. So you started, your, you didn't get, obvious, obviously you didn't get bail. No. No, no, so, no. You, when you get caught with a couple dozen passports, yeah, they hard, don't give hard. you. They, they're afraid you're. I didn't get bailed. They're either. afraid you're a flight risk. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so from 2006 all the way to 2019, you were incarcerated. So you didn't leave any of the technology no, world. Until 2000 and yeah, till 2019. You're right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you skipped a lot. I got to the iPhone four or iPhone five, but I didn't know like I, Twitter has just had just come out. And Facebook used to be like a social platform. Right. You know, like people actually like interacted with people and you look up at your girlfriends and everybody was getting divorced. But what then, is, what is it now? Well, people now take pictures, which are still not used to that shit. People take pictures of their food. Oh, no. Like, this <laughs> well, is what right. I'm eating. Cook, and this is a steak and this is a pork yeah, yeah. chop. And, and that to me is still a little 
uncomfortable. Right. But in but in prison, the thing about being in prison, like you, you listen at the mediums and the lows and stuff. Like I, you know, I love these guys that are like I get these in the comments where like on that Wes Watson video and all that, where the guys are like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't last a, a, a second in, in, in federal prison. It's like, I was in federal prison. You wouldn't last a second here. You wouldn't stop. I, you wouldn't last a, a second in the pen. I know guys that were in the pen. Zach was in the pen. Like, what are you talking about? Dude, I did about? 10 months in the pen. Right. So what are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm here. And the, it doesn't get any softer than me. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. I'm I mean, you could do but uh, so, <laughs> but uh, I I remember, uh, dude, all these tough guys will come to me at least. I'm sure it happened to you. Of course. Hey, like, hey, Venezuela, Venezuela. I heard you know how to type. Oh yeah, 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 bro. Yeah. I need you to write an email to my girl because we had the trulings thing. Yeah. And and they charge you by the minute. Yeah. So, so the faster you can type, the faster you type, the more you can type, and you have a time. What was it like? Fifteen. Well, not minutes? just that, but not just that, but the guy, the, the guy eloquence. Can't, yeah, exactly. The, the guy can't type, type in. Yeah, I mean, can't type an email. I dated so many women that were in my. I, I will just write these beautiful letters because the guy will be like, "Listen, just tell her when I get out, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you." And I, I say, "Okay, well, listen, I can't <laughs> wait until I get out. We're soulmates. I love you not with my heart, but with my soul, which is my whole being." And they'll be like, "Oh, that's good. That's good, bro. Keep it going. Keep it going." And I'm like, "Don't worry about it. I'm inspired. You have a picture of her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the zone right now." And uh, dude, it was, it was, that's when I realized, wait a second, there is something to being smart here. Oh yeah. yeah. There, is and some, there is some, Hooked on Phonics worked for me. And, and then <laughs> the, the thing is like that they don't pay you with money. What they do is they'll go get your commissary. Like, bro, give, give me a couple bags of chips or get me, uh, do you have a coffee? Yeah. Okay. Give me a coffee and I'll, I'll When I it. was at the detention center, you got 15 minutes every hour. So you had to wait an hour to get 15 minutes again. Right. So I will when use my 15, 15. It means 15 minutes on the TrueLinks On the TrueLinks, on, so on the computer. TrueLinks is the computer because people don't realize this. That's right. That there's a computer system that you can write a letter. It then sends it to an offsite location. Your family can then go to that location and retrieve it. You cannot email directly to your family. And it takes about two hours to get there. Right. There's a turnaround because it has to go through a... a, a, a Investigation and reviewing. Yeah, they have to review it and everything. So what happens is, and your time. So you have to put money on the system so that you can use the computer to type it. So you have to do it as quickly as possible. Five cents, five cents a minute. Yeah. So, yeah. so what happens is, after you've used the computer for, what, 15 minutes? 15 minutes. Then you have to wait an hour before you can use it again. Because there's so many inmates waiting for the computers, they have to limit the time. So what I would do is I will use my 15 minutes, then I will type for the next guy, next guy, oh, you can next watch guy, non-stop. boom, my 15 minutes again, I will keep typing, then the next guy. So I will sit there for three hours and use the computer every hour without having to stand in line. And like I said, they'll be like, oh, don't get up, don't get up, don't get up. I'll, I'll get your stuff. Don't get up, don't get up. I'll, I'll go, they're calling you, I'll go get your mail. I'll go yeah. get whatever, because they want you to keep writing. Right. And then of course there is the legal, the law paperwork. Right, right. Everybody do... wants to know, you right. know. Oh, I've had guys that would come to me and ask me to, to read their legal work. Like, hey, I got my, I don't understand what this says. And Listen, you have to read it to them, explain, and they go, what does that mean? Okay, here's what, here's what it means. You don't know, well, you know, but you guys don't know how many people I read their paperwork and they didn't know their charges. Oh, yeah. I know guys that don't even know how they got caught. Like, they were like, what? I, I, I will ask them, listen, what are your charges? Conspiracy. Dude, conspiracy to do what? Right. I don't know. How long have you been down? For three years. Man, let me read your paperwork. That's when they, I had to explain to them what their crime was and who's niche on them and who didn't and so on and so forth. So it's, it's, if you're not smart, 
No, you, you've got navigating the system is yeah. not easy, man. Yeah. Or if you're not educated, or if you're, or if you're not, you know, if you don't have just some just basic skills, bro. So, yeah. and I, keep in mind, I I worked as a GED tutor, and I actually taught what's called the skills program. So some of those guys, the skills oh God, program. Bro, it's, these are the guys that had done like, let, let's say they had done like 300 or is it 300, 600 hours in GED, in the GED classes and they couldn't pass the test. So then they put them in what's called the skills program. The, the, let me explain this to them. 600 hours of GED that's a is lot. an hour a day, five days a week. Right. All so right. It, so it that's five so. hours. It's, it's about eight to 10 years trying to get your GED. It's the equivalent of somebody on the outside getting a Juris Doctoress. So uh, they would get out and they still can't, you know, they, they just either they, they can't read. And these are guys that you realize as you start talking to them, you realize, oh, wow, like you don't, you're not even, you don't have an average IQ. You're like at like a, a, a seven, like you're like at an 80. Correct. Like you can function. You can dress yourself. You could maybe hold down a very menial job. These are the people that the system stores in there. This is where right. the system. Where this is where you see the system not working. Right. So the, those guys, they're just they're, they're obvious, you know. And I hate to say this, it sounds cruel, but it's it's just let's face it. You have smart people, average people. You have people that just aren't intelligent. And these are just not intelligent guys. Like they just can't learn to read. They, yeah. But below eighty IQ, you just really can't read. So. You know, and anyway, the point is, is that, you know, those guys come in there and what we would do is we would teach them like just basic math, how to pay their bills. I remember to, that. Oh my God. I remember how that. To it count was the money. last classroom to the right. How to count money. Miss Rose and Miss Johnson, I think, run that program too. Oh, you're thinking in the, in the low. In the I was low. in the medium. Oh. So I'm dealing with those guys that are thugs. Oh, okay. And okay, they would okay. say stuff like you would, you, you, you know, you, you we were trying to get them just to learn how to count change. And, and money. And I'd say, bro, you, you know, you're, you're saying that, look, tw- tw- it's a, what's a quarter and a dime? How much is that? <clears throat> 50 cent. No, think about it. How, how much is 25 plus 10? Man, I don't need to know all that shit. And, and okay, you do need to know it. Like, man, I'm going to go, oh, what, what, you got to get out and you got to be able to pay your bills. You have to be able to get a job. Man, I'm going back to sell drugs. I'd say, okay, but you have to be able to know how much money somebody's giving you. Who's going to count your money for Even you? Even if you're selling drugs. Right, right. I said, who's going to count yeah. your money? You know what the guy said? He said, shit, my hoe count that money. And I said, yeah, but what if she counts it wrong? He goes, I put that pipe on her. She count that shit right. Know what I'm saying? And, was, and you were like, why don't you teach me that skill? Put that pipe on her. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't know. So I remember Zach was there, and I looked at Zach, and Zach goes, I went like this, and Zach goes, well, I mean, he's right. You know, you, you gotta, gotta put the pipe on that bitch. It's like, oh my god! This when that happens, nice. you put the pipe on that this bitch. This is the worst. Dare I tell you? This was funny. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you this story. This is just, I, and then we can talk about the oh. jo- the jobs. What, real quick, <laughs> I had a guy one time. So I'm in the in the class, right, doing papers or what? I I really goofed off, really most time. They they have to do like they've got their little things they have to do, and <laughs> you grade them. But that takes no time. But I had this one uh, black guy that used to come in every once in a while. He would walk in and he'd he'd have he'd take a Snickers bar. He'd walk in and he'd drop a Snickers bar on my desk as a joke. You know, everybody would laugh. Yeah. And I'd go, man, get that shit off my head. And he'd go, ha ha. And he'd grab it. And he'd walk, <laughs> laugh and walk off. So one day he walks in and, and, and I, I could see he was going to do it. He did it like once or twice a week. And he comes in and he put the Snickers bar. I grabbed it. I opened it. And I took a bite of the fucking Snickers. And he, hey, what the hell, Cox? And I go, it's on my desk. 
it's in the open, right? We were talking about this earlier. If it's on it, the table. It's on the table. It's everybody. It's everybody. It's, it's, uh, it's communal property. And I said, Correct. it's mine. You put it on the table. It's mine. He's like, motherfucker. He got furious. And I sat there and ate the whole thing. And he was like, never put up Snickers on my uh, Listen, table. those classes are fun. And those guys yeah. are phenomenal guys. I mean, my students, they love the fact that we put an effort into trying to teach them something. Yeah. Well. Not all of them. Some of them hated it. But I think the ones that wanted to learn something got some stuff out of prison. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, they used to, they actually had this one guy. This was, this, this is actually, I'm just going to say it's funny. Um, it's not funny. Uh, I remember his name was George. And he had like a bunch of sons. He had like 10, 10, or, 10 or 11 kids. And he had, they were all named George. Kind of like George, George Foreman. Foreman yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. So, but one of the things about him was he had gone to take the GED and he passed everything except for the essay portion. Okay. So he had taken it twice and failed. So they're upset at this point. Now they're like, what's going on? He's passing the essay portion of the class, but not, but passing, not the- passing the the GED. So they put him in a room with me for like a week going over just how to write an essay. Two weeks later, he took the, like after the end of the week, he took the test and and uh, he passed the, the, you take a test before they let you take it again. Yeah. Took that one, blew it away, got a five out of five, went and took the main test and got a five out of five. And so then, and I was thinking, oh, right, cool. Yeah, that's good. That's good. What a mistake, bro. Next thing I know, the next quarter, I got like six guys sitting in the room with me teaching them. It's like, okay, when did this, when did I take on the teacher's responsibility of teaching them how to write an essay? Correct. Well, the funny thing about that guy, once again, not funny, um, super nice guy. Really liked him. Good guy. You see him all the time. You know, just, just, a, just a solid, nice black guy. Talked to him all the time. He was, he was down to earth. He was funny. And got his GED. And, and had like a plan. Like, here's what I'm going to do. Correct. I'm going to get my GED. I'm going to get out. He I'm used do this. the prison system. Absolutely. He was using it. Knew what he was going to do. Yeah. He was going to do this, do that. He had a, a cousin that did, you know, he had reasonable goals. He wasn't going to get out and be a rapper. He was going to get out and he had a cousin and they had a business. His business was always doing, doing well. He needed help. He was going to. Good. Right. Died of a heart attack about oh my God. a month and a half, two months after he got his GED that was sitting in his, you know, the plastic chairs. Yeah. Sitting in his plastic chair, watching the, watching TV um, during, I don't know, some program, whatever. And, and they, everybody said he just sat there and all of a sudden he goes, boom. Dropped right out of the TV. Dead. Dude, you know how many people are so dying? Oh, I've, I, tons. A month before they got released or two months before they got released. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, after you do all this fucking time, yeah. you are, you know, the door is right there. Well, you know, and the thing is, being, you know, you have to think if you're stuck with 2,000 people in a small group that, you know, you're going to watch a lot of people die. Oh, my God. Yeah. Especially when they're rotating because that one guy dies. Boom, they bring Somebody another else. One, yeah. And they bring another one. And there is a, there is a, it's a, it's a revolving door. Of uh, of convictions, it's a business. Well, you and, know? and you know, because you see that because so many that the the prison population is constantly revolving, you become desensitized. Like to me, I have I'd be hanging out with you for two years, and we were cool, we were good buddies, and ever since one day you're on the pack out, you leave, I never see you again. I'm I'm smiling because we're talking about this. But were you at Coleman when they did the slip and slide? Oh yeah, in the backyard. Oh my God, bro! I can't we had believe a, we, <laughs> that you just. I cannot believe you just brought that up. We had a. We had a. By the way, I. I had just arrived in Coleman, 
and they had a guy that run the, the rec department. What, I, I was a lady that was a lady. I was going to say it was a woman when I did it. Correct. It was a woman. And she used to videotape. You're going to love this, Connor. She used to videotape the activities, remember? And then she would go like, the rec yard activities are being played on channel eight. And then people will go and watch the video of like the gangsters. Kid you not, Matt will probably tell you his version of the story. Oh, because no, you're you're right on point. Literally, by the way, it wasn't like a professionally made sip, sip and side. It was garbage bags. Yes. Water and soap. And you found all these gangsters running. And yeah, it's a relay. It was like a, it was like a relay, like a race. They would Correct. race around the track. And then when they got to the end of the, of the relay, or what, why am I saying relay? No, it wasn't um, like a, like that's a. That's when you hand off a. Yeah, no, this was like a regular, like a marathon or okay. something, like an obstacle race. Obstacle course, right. That's so, what it was. Oh, that's right. Because you know what they had to do? They put the bat on their head. Correct. And they, and they had circle. to spin around in circles. Then and they had to run the track. Correct. And at the end of it. You ran and you jumped on a slip and slide. And as you were sliding down, you, they had a, a line where you had to grab a flag. And whoever got the flag ended up winning the obstacle course, whatever. But if you were impressed, you could watch the reruns on and TV. And you could watch. Yeah, they, they ran the 15 or 20 minute tape yeah, over, and over, and over and over for like yeah. a day or two. This, this, these were the gangs. These are Crips. Bloods, these are uh, killers, hardcore killers, killers, killers running and doing this slip and slide. You know why they stopped it? Why? A guy, well, one, the woman left, but two, yeah, remember when I, she left, things went to shit. Well, remember, a guy broke his ribs or one of his ribs. He jumped in the air and landed on it's still just a plastic bag on a go on the on the ground. Bam, cracked a rib. By the way, and I know a lot of guys are going to comment on this thing. I'm going to say like, oh, because you went to a shit prison for punks. Dude, I went to nine different prisons. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry about it. They moved me around. I went from a pen all the way to a law. Yeah. You know what they never, you know, these guys that say all that crap that have been in prison, you know what they never consider? What? They never consider that all the guys that are saying, man, prison's hard, prison's tough. I could come out of prison. I could tell you that. I yeah, could tell you all that. Of course. I'm not saying people don't get stabbed, people don't get beat up. All the people, time. But what I'm saying is, it's not all that. Well, listen. Once you're in there, you figure you gotta do the, you gotta make the best out of it. So people don't go there to have a miserable ten or fifteen right. years. Right. You go there to kind of say, okay, I'm gonna do my time. I'm stuck with these guys. Let's let's try to, you know, you I play make sports and, and and you go to classes together and you do all kinds of stuff. But they also did an an, an American Idol. Do you remember when they did the American Idol? Oh, you're talking about it was a contest where they sung. And they, they had, had like had the three judges, and there was a guy that sang like a virgin. And her, were you this there? Is the punk. He was. A, I'm sorry. He was a gay guy, right? The gay, was a gay he guy. He had. He had like like he took. He, do you remember the laundry bags? Yeah, but he was a gay guy. Well, obviously he sang like well, a virgin. I'm just saying. But but uh, he, he had wasn't like, a virgin either. <laughs> not in prison. <laughs> what I understand. He took the laundry bags and he made like stockings out of the laundry bags and and uh, dude. <laughs> And you know Connor's what the like, sad part is? Connor's going, what's happening? By the way, everybody, Connor is... He's the new Colby. Is, no, not the new Colby. Not the new no, Colby? No, he's Colby's assistant. Oh. He's not the new Colby. By the way, Colby has now an assistant. Yeah, Colby's big time. You guys remember when Colby was here doing the editing and all that stuff? Yeah. Now he just, he's a boss. Yeah, he's Next a step, he gets indicted. That's what happens. You build up, boom. He learned enough here where he can... <laughs> so, but, right, so... Dude, uh, what was he talking about? The stockings and... Yeah, you were the, oh, like you a think virgin. Like all these, all these gangsters are gonna be like, "Hey, man, we're gonna stop this punk." Oh no, they're all like, "Woo, come on, come on, show us your loving ass!" It, loving, loving it, loving 
at bro yeah they had karaoke night it was that was because they, they had karaoke, the karaoke, they had like karaoke thursdays or something yeah that was a little bit annoying because then it's always the same same well, guys and you could hear you could from it depends on what unit or if you were outside you could hear them it's annoying yeah and it's the same guys singing the same fucking songs so yeah, it's like yeah. Listen, gotta really, mix it the up. mexicans are gonna sing the same stuff and the black guys are gonna sing the same stuff and it just got you know it got a little annoying yeah they had the movie room they had the movie room yeah so you could you could reserve a spot to sit in the movie room yes. and watch a movie, and they had a list of movie. Of I believe movies. I believe you. You watch a movie there called My Name Is Khan. Did you watch it or not? I did because, because everybody told me I had correct. to watch it. And then I told you, I said, "Dude, I watched this movie. What the fuck?" I walked into the movie room, and the guy's like, "You want to watch a movie? Watch this one." And I'm sitting there, and I'm like trying not to Try, cry uh, my uh, eyes out because there's like 20 other convicts yeah. in there, and I'm like, because all the bad things happened to this guy. Yeah. He, so, he kept a great spirit. He was a great guy, right? Yeah, he was, he was like an autistic guy. And yeah. I'm not gonna, you guys got to watch it. And, and uh, so then I tell Matt, dude, I just watched the most fucked up movie. Have you ever watched this movie? And he's like, dude, some asshole recommended it to me. And I'm sitting there <laughs> holding my tears back. And I'm like, yeah, this, this, that was horrible. Yeah. But that was a movie room. Yeah, movie room. So, I mean, listen, you, 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 you make the best. But we were talking about jobs. Yeah, yeah, jobs. And, uh, and, uh, and why it was funny because... Like you have the guys that, oh my God. so you have different jobs, right? You have hustles. They call them hustles. I don't call them jobs. Hustles. There's a prison hustle. Yeah. So your prison hustle is some guys, and I had many, many different prison hustles. One, what, what started off as when I was in county jail, I drew portraits of people. Oh, can, that's a big hustle. It's a lot of money. Yeah. You charge a lot of money. So what, a lot of money for prison. So yeah. but, but I could charge 20, 30 bucks for a, a you know, lot of some, stamps. Yeah. And sometimes it would be. $10. Sometimes they charge 10 bucks and it might take me two hours to do it, but yeah. $5 an hour in sitting in a county jail where you can't leave the unit is where a lot of money. Where if you're an orderly, you make like 10 bucks a month. Right. So I would draw a picture a day or two pictures a day and I'm, I'm doing well. Keep on, I never had anybody send me money until I got, so for literally for four years, I never asked for anyone to send me money. It wasn't until I got to the low and started writing Full time that I realized I'm gonna need money on True Links, and well, that was because a, you were you were you were running a business. You need a capital, right? And but it, up until that, up until I started writing, like my mom was constantly. I think my mom did send me fifty or hundred bucks one time. I think she sent me Your fifty or hundred bucks, shit, bro. Yeah, and that was and then that was only because she was like, "Look, you need things in there," mm -hmm. you know. And I got lucky when I first got to the medium. My I had a cousin that was actually in prison. His name is Reese Townsend. And as soon as I got there, he got me a bunch of stuff. And I was like, look, I don't really have any money, but I can get my mom to send. You know, it's pathetic. Yeah. But I can get my mom to send in money. He's like, no, you don't have to pay me anything. Don't worry about it. Reese's mother had died when he was incarcerated and he got a chunk of money. And my brother-in-law managed the money and would just send him money. So he's like, don't even worry about it. Reese had the place locked up. But I'll tell you one. Sorry to interrupt you here, but it's yeah. something that I got to tell these guys. They're always talking about, oh, the prison code. You broke the code, bro. You broke the code. Yeah. There is a prison code. Right. The camaraderie in prison is unfucking believable, bro. I got moved a lot. Yeah. So every time I went to a new prison, guys were like, listen, what do you need? You need shoes. You need sweatpants. You need this. You need that. I have two mackerels, three coffees, this, that. And you're like, bro, listen, you know, I don't have to wait to pay you back yet. No, 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 no. This is for you to get settled. Yeah. Every prison that I went to, that is the prison code. You help the new guy that comes in. That's yeah. that's a must, you know. Yeah. For the you yeah, know, not every, it, it, not you know, everybody. No, but you know what's so funny is that. So I would I understand when you're going from prison to prison. Once you've been in the prison, and you can tell when someone first oh, yeah. came in, and where when someone's been around. 
the guy that comes in from another prison and he's been around, you walk in and then they, they've got a bag for you. That's what they call it. The, I yeah. got a, we got a bag for you. So, and they, of course, because when you first get there, you don't have shower slides, you don't have soups, Dude, you, don't you don't have, have razors, toothbrush. you don't have nothing. So they'll, they'll have, they'll give you all that stuff. I mean, the, the institution will give you a toothbrush. It's this big. You can't even reach your molars with it. You have the condom. Have you ever gotten the condom? The finger condom? The one that looks like, it's like yes. for ferrets? Oh, it's, hor it's, it's horrible. It's so pathetic. Yeah. And then the other thing is they'll give you, I love the shampoo, soap combo kit. It's this big. Or the, and then they give or you. a little packet. <laughs> so bad. When I, start, when I Sometimes when I think about how fucked up it is, I get anxiety. So, uh, but usually you go there and you're, you're, your group or your car or your your race they come to you you know who's the best at it was the mexicans the mexicans you're not mexican I, i'm hispanic bro Just, you're not mexican when i went to the pen you know who greeted me the mexicans the mexicans the mexicans will give you a ton of stuff you have to give i mean yeah, yeah. oh you have to contribute a, yeah they run a bag every week and they build these bags so when you come in they're like listen Here's your bag. Yeah. Boom. Welcome. Yeah. Here's your shower slides. Here's your toothpaste. Everything. Here's your toothbrush. Here's your lock for your Is locker. Shank. Here's your everything. <laughs> boom. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's that's one thing. You're right about that. But the other thing is, but then it's funny because you talk about the new guys that come in, where it's like you don't really want to take anything from anybody because you don't know yet. Which I've also seen too. Yeah. I've also seen bad. guys get. Yeah. Yeah. I've also seen guys getting charged. But you know who they are. You yeah. know, you know when the guys come in and they're a little soft and, they're, yeah, and then yeah. you see the because we have predators, we have identified predators. They look at that guy and they're like, Hey, come here, bro. Uh, what do you need? You need a, you need you some need, coffee, you need, you need something. Why don't you move to my cell? I got the bottom bunk open. <laughs> you get the bottom bunk, I'll get don't worry about it. And, and and you're yeah. almost telling the guy like Don't <laughs> It's all bad. Don't take the bottom bunk. He's gonna sleep with you yeah. on that bottom bunk. Um, yeah. That, well, that's not good. Yeah. So, but we were talking about. Uh, but we talk about the jobs. Jobs. So the hostels, the different hostels. You were talking about the guys. What did that, you do? Which one? You. What was your? Well, hostel? Okay. So you say portraits. For, first, right? I, I drew portraits. Then when I got then then when I got to the low, you I, were the writer guy. No, no, I'm sorry. When I got the meter, well, I'm sorry, meter. Mm -hmm. What am I saying, bro? The meter. So when I got to the medium, so in the in the county jail, I drew portraits. In the medium, I started teaching the real estate class and I taught GED. Correct. In the low, I started. Um, I taught the real estate class and I started writing. Correct. But that's the difference between having an education and being sharp. And, and look, out here, I feel like, eh, I'm a, I'm a sharp guy. I'm not like super, super sharp in, in compared to everybody else. But in prison, I'm, I am- You're a commodity. I am a rocket scientist. I am a superhero genius in prison. You add to that- being bilingual. Right. Dude, and I, I was like, I told somebody, I was a fucking unicorn. Yeah. Because people will come to me and go like, when I went to the pen, the Mexicans come to me and they're like, hey, listen, bro, yeah, you know, you speak very good English. Yeah. The consular in the unit is an asshole. Can you go talk to him? I said, uh, yeah, dude, what's the problem? He's, he, look, he's, he's a white piece of shit. Right. I said, I got it. Those are my kind. So I walk in and the guy has a... Minnesota Vikings poster in his wall. And big guy, he's chewing tobacco, you know, and uh, I walked in yeah, and I go, close, hey, how are you doing? He goes, you're Sanchez, right? You're the new guy. And I said, yeah, you're a Vikings fan, eh? He goes, what do you know about that? I said, uh, I don't know. You're from Minnesota? He goes, yeah. I said, where from? He goes, what do you know about Minnesota? I said, just tell me where you're from. He goes, I'm from Duluth. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said, bro, I know more about Duluth than you know. He goes, come on, tell me something. I said, yeah, you go to this street and this street and there is a bar here and there is a bar there. And I remember I used to go party here, party there. And he goes, how do you know that? I said, bro, I went to school in St. Cloud, Minnesota. He goes, you were in St. Cloud? I said, yeah, I was one of the two brown guys in St. Yeah. Cloud, bro. It was me and another dude. He goes, man, I have to call somebody. So he calls the lieutenant and he's from St. Cloud. And he's like, you went to St. Cloud? And I'm like, bro, we used to party at the red carpet and we used to party at, at this place and Howie's and I, I was a fraternity guy. He's like, man, I used to go to the same places. And I said, and you are about the same age that I am. He goes, yeah. So you and I party probably at the same bars. He's like, yeah, we probably did. Man, from that point on, I was the Mexican hero. Because <laughs> I could, of course, then, so you all know, then you develop hustles. So I was like, listen, man, there is some people here that want to switch cells. Yeah. Do you mind if I tell you? Don't worry about it. You tell me who wants to switch cells. So then yeah, I will yeah. go back and say, listen, for 100 bucks, oh. I can get you whatever bet you want. Oh, I'll just put it on my books. So they will put money in my books and I will move them to different cells. I will give them fake jobs yeah. because on the pen, everybody has to work. Guys will sell their cells. Of course. Like, like if you have... In, TV in, in, view? In, yeah, if you have, if you're in a good cell where maybe you can see the TV, like you said, or maybe it's even an extra foot wider because it just happens because of the because of the architecture. It happens to be in an area where it's an extra foot by eight or ten feet, so that's a bigger cell, and it's a corner cell or yeah. it's in the back. It's a ten percent so increase in size, right? So, so <laughs> you so you can then guys would come in and they'd say, look, you know, you're. You, you and this guy are bunkies. I want to be this guy's bunkie. And then the bunkie's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, can he move it? Yeah. Okay, well, how much to move out? Yeah. And it'd be like, it, you, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks. I knew a guy that paid like $1,000 because these two brothers wanted to be in the cell together. They were real bro They were brothers. So then when the brother came in, he'd been there a week or two, moved him right in, put $1,000 on the other guy's book to move out. By the way, this also happens when they want to move their bitch in. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, Listen, they're, you need to get out, and I'll pay you to move out because I'm moving Johnny. Because, you know, yeah. Johnny does I, the sucky sucky. Because I love Johnny. Because I love Johnny. Um, I decided to leave my wife for Johnny, which I, happens. Oh, oh. Remember the two guys that work in education, in vocational? Paul. Oh, yeah, Paul. And, and, uh, and, oh, wait, wait, no. Uh, and Ron. Paul, Paul and Ron. Ron. Yeah. Paul was married with kids, yeah. met Ron in prison, fell madly in love, then got caught fucking in the shower. That's right. Yes. That's right. And they, they ship them. They ship him. And you know what happened, by the way? He I mean, went back to his wife, I believe, or something. They broke uh, up. Uh, I know they, oh, I didn't know you knew they broke up. Yeah, I was, I was um, still in coma when that happened. He was so upset. You know, he had a, a cup of, with, with Paul's picture in it, which I drew, and, because that was my hustle, by the way. I used to tattoo the mugs and, uh, and put like whatever they wanted. <laughs> so he gave me a picture of his boo, and I tattooed it. And I gave it back to him, and he, he carried Paul everywhere and put him in his mouth. And uh, right, so the, the point is, Connor. And then Paul left him. Don't go to prison. <laughs> yeah. Well, the showers, you were there when, when the guy with the tits. Oh, of course. There, I, I was there with three different guys. Yeah, with, there was with one breasts. that looked like a crackhead, but there was another one that looked like not a crackhead. And that was like a little perturbing. The tall. Bro, wait, he, has, wait. he had a woman's name. Gina or Angie. No, they or, all gave him a woman's name. but um, No, but I, this one had changed his name legally. Oh, okay. What, what did, that was in the drug program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the, one, that's the one that got caught after the drug program got caught, lost like the year, because got caught because he was blowing all the other, uh, blowing a bunch of guys. And he had a journal. 
Yes. Yes. And yeah. he was like, I, I run everybody that I fuck here. I run. I'm going to post this. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. How and Dr. Smith called him in. And he, I think he, <laughs> yeah. lost, he lost his year. He lost every. Yeah. I could call my old Sally. Remember my old Sally? Miss Miss Smith. Miss Smith. Remember the, the transgender? Black? The black? Yes. Look, we're friends on Facebook. Oh, Lord. I don't even want to ask. <laughs> I, mean, I think I'm going to. Oh, I, 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 wait, wait. Uh, oh, my God. I, well, he should know. So he should know the name. I want to say it was like, a, like oh, Gina so or Angie oh, or, or it was a name like that. It was a short name. Yeah, yeah. It was like Ariel or whatever. Yeah. But it was perturbing because he had huge tits. Yeah. I'm fake, you, they, 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 there was tits. one that came in, had fake tits and the fake that ass one. implants. And, and oh. he had changed his face oh, yes. and he looked the, like, a, and he had like a little cheek, diamond cheek here. Implants, so this thing. is weird because you're in a men's prison and you're walking into the chow hall. That's where we eat. And all of a sudden you look at a table and you see these huge tits and a tight shirt and your eyes immediately go to the tits. Yeah. And then you go, oh my God, that's a dude. And then you feel like the crying game. You want to go to the shower. <laughs> you know, I'm so dirty. You know, because you're like checking out the tranny. Yeah, it's, it was just. Uh, I, have to, I, I can't find. I but can't. you know what's crazy? That guy will walk around the rec yard. Yeah. And you see all these guys taking their shirts oh, off. Oh, of course. And doing pull. Come on, put some weight, put some weight. And I'm like, man, you guys are pathetic. You know, that guy has a dick probably bigger than yours. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, those are, those are some of the. So also going back to the prison hustles, uh, I used to make fun of, uh, by the way, cell phones are a big hustle. And there was an article the other day that I posted on my, on my Facebook page and uh, how some BOP officers got busted because, are you calling, are you calling Miss Smith? I'm trying. Oh my God, you're so, that's, that's scary. <laughs> Gabrielle? Uh-huh. Oh my god, this is horrendous. Uh, real, so, real name's Hold on. Real name's uh, Greg. <laughs> that's that's funny. No. Oh, it's too bad. He listen, he can talk with a mouthful, Mama Tom. Oh, Jesus. Oh, sorry. You I know. have to say that. So right. it's Wait. uh Hello? Please leave your message. Ah, it's not gonna happen. That's not gonna Okay, that would have been hilarious. That would have been very funny. We could have put a picture of of of, of Miss Smith, Miss Smith up and and good time because because Miss Smith, Miss Smith used to date whatever Ariel or whatever the name was of the other one, ex boyfriend. So there was a whole issue there. I used to tell them, man, you came to prison for that because there was like huge drama and they will slap each other on the regular and you bitch and blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, man. Oh, there, was a, there was a gaggle of them. There was like, at one point there was five or six of them they would walk around. Oh yeah. And, and they would walk around and they would see some guy would look up and they'd be like, hey. And then and they, they started they selling, got, by the way, they started selling women's underwear in oh, commissary yeah. and makeup in commissary. Yes. But prior to that. For, for the transgenders. For they, the, before the transgenders that we just had the gay guys, they used to take the M&Ms and they will dip them in water and they will use that as I will call we'll you, call you in, in a few. Minutes. Oh my God. And they will like use it to put makeup on. So they will put like M&M mm-hmm. color oh, yeah. on their cheeks. And I used to tell them, dude, if you fall asleep on the rec yard, ants are going to fucking eat your face <laughs> up. That's all sugar. So, so the, but what I was telling you, the BOP, the guards used to bring cell phones in. And, uh, and that's not the issue because uh, it's not the cell phone. It's where you keep it. 
Oh yeah. So there is always one guy. Of I mean, you're, you're not. You're not, it's not an iPhone. You're not carrying an iPhone. Yeah, but they're not that small, bro. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what phone you have. I'm not putting it up my ass. It could be. I don't care who you want to sell it. It's not. I'm not buying it. But you have somebody that was your, your cell phone holder. Usually, most of the times, this guy was a, from a specific island. Without a, without a, <laughs> and a, and a, listen, they charge big bucks. They will charge like 100 bucks a day or 50 bucks a day to carry the phone up their ass all day. And they will take it out when the guy will say, like, listen, can, can I have the phone? I need to make some phone calls. It will be usually on lockdown. So the guy will go to his cell, take the phone out of his ass and literally like clean it up a little bit because it was wrapped and then hand it to the owner of the phone. So that was a hustle. Yeah. You uh, know, yeah, yeah. that was, a, 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 I mean, a, a, listen. A, washing shoes, washing, washing tennis shoes is a hustle. But I used to tell these guys that walked in, they will say like, hey man, what is the, how do you make money here? All these young kids. And I will say, listen, there's many ways you can wash shoes. Yeah. You can get a job. Okay, okay, okay. But of, course, of course, if you get a job, you're making, you know, $18 or $13 a month. A month. Yeah, unless you're like super educated and you work for a great boss and then you'll make like 60, maybe yeah. 80. Yeah, yeah. Maybe $80. Like in, yeah. in, a GED paid like 80 bucks. That's what I used to month. make. And, and, nice. it was, and I hated the job. And then a month. You will say a month, by yeah. the way. That's $80 a month. And that's a great job at typically 12 to. 16 bucks. And make these numbers. Out of those $80, 95, not 95%, $95 went to calling my kids because every call was $3.50. Yeah. So, or if you have restitution. You are, you are like you have restitution. So you're always short. So that's why you have to hustle. So I would tell them, listen, you can either clean shoes or you can clean sales or you can do laundry or, or you can uh, cook for somebody or listen, you can suck dick. <laughs> and all these guys will always say, Hey, and how much does sucking dick pay? <laughs> they did not. And I'd be like, Stop, dude, are you come fucking kidding me? Stop. And it was all these young kids from this specific place. And I was like, Puerto Rico? Yeah. And I'd be <laughs> like, dude, why don't you guys want the other hustle? Like, no, no, no. I'm just, listen, it's a, just, pres it's a prison hustle, bro. Oh, my God. And you, how about this? I'm just gay for the stay. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. I'm just gay for the stay. That's I'm funny. like. I don't know if you're just gay for this day. What you know? <laughs> so what about so the other prison hustle is cleaning people's rooms. But we were talking about earlier, we were yeah. talking about how you would they would talk to these guys like they were dogs. Like so you're some big time drug dealer. Let's say let's say you're some from you're, you're a cartel. The guy that kidnapped me. Yeah, for instance. Yeah. For he's, he works for the uh works for the the state, right? He's got a ton of money. He's in there for three or four years, and he's got people cooking for him. Doing his laundry, folding his clothes, organizing or keeping all of his stuff in their locker, somebody yeah. else's locker, because you don't have enough. His lockers phone for up their ass. His phone up their ass. Do, um, making his bed, and then when he would see the when they see the guy, they're walking down the hallway and they see the guy and go, "Hey, hey, I fucking pay you to sweep my room twice a fucking day." Go fucking sweep my goddamn room. You fucking, you ain't swept that room I today. Know, bro. And, and they're like, oh, sorry, sir. Sorry, sorry. And they would run, scatter down the thing and go and sweep the guy's room. Crazy. Crazy. Right. They were treated like slaves. Right. But if you're educated. And you have a phone up your ass. You yeah. don't treat people that put your phone up their ass like that. <laughs> I mean, you have to have some consideration. That's a big effort, bro. I mean. <laughs> Can you imagine that guy all of a sudden? Oh, that's wrong. One. You're getting a call. Bro. Someone's calling. 
<laughs> where one day, oh and I always tell this story in class. Who, one day, who is it? It's your wife. It's, a, it's, it's, it's a her ringer. It's a different ringer. Yeah. One day we're all in a stand-up count. Setting. In I was on Alpha Three. It's a stand-up count, and, and the prison that we were at was cubicles. So it was cubicles on this side, cubicles on this side, and a hall in between. It's four o'clock count, bro. It's quiet as fuck, and I hear. <laughs> and I go, oh my God, somebody has a fucking phone with a ringer on. So the guards go and they're calling the cameras. Right. So the cameras can tell them where the phone is at. And all I'm seeing is we hear the all the keys coming. And these guys, I see the phone going down the floor and they're sliding the phone from cubicle to cubicle. Right. So oh, the, that, oh yeah. So the camera is going cubicle 13, cubicle 18, cubicle 24. And these guys are going on zigzag, and all of a sudden they go, cubicle 48. And you see the guys coming in, walking out, cell phone's gone. There's no cell phone on cubicle 48. And you Where see the was guys the go, cell phone? And all of a sudden we see the guy from cubicle 48, and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, this guy is, dude, but that's raw. I mean, this guy's <laughs> like, no Vaseline. This is like an emergency. This is like in case of emergency, break the glass. This guy got the cell phone and went, whoop. No lube, no nothing, bro. That man earned his money that day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's worth, that's worth at least a, a honey bun. <laughs> at least an extra honey that's bun. What they used to call him. I think that's what they used to call oh, him, honey, honey buns. Bun. By the way, they charge a reward. That's, that's, that's an extra. That's, that has a premium. Because you have to charge, like, listen, oh, I, oh, I yeah, saved your phone. And the char- yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saved your phone. It's different than keeping your phone. Yeah. Oh, it's not just the phone, phone they're keeping up there. Oh, no, and it's the charger. And the charger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or and drugs, like people will be like, ah, oh, like when I was in Miami, hey, the Puerto Ricans are coming, the Puerto Ricans are coming, and they're loaded, they're loaded, and I'll be like, loaded with what? Oh, they bring cigarettes and they bring drugs and they bring phones. I'm like, where? Dude, up their ass, up their ass. I'm like, bro, you know, I don't know if I want to smoke a cigarette that was on somebody's ass. Period. I don't know if I want to make a call on a cell phone that is yeah. on somebody's ass. But you know, forty five hundred dollars one cell phone. Right. But so the other hustle is. If you're educated, mm. you can, you can, the other hustle would be um, to do legal work. Legal work. Uh, I did a lot of uh, power of attorneys. Yeah. People yeah. left their kids out. Kids got sick. Family couldn't take them to the doctor, get them treated because they didn't have a power of attorney. So note to yourself, have a power of attorney for somebody. So we used to have them and we used to have a notary in, in, in prison. Right, right. One of the counselors and they charge you, believe it or not, they charge you like, what was it, like $8 to notarize a piece of paper or some shit like that? Oh, well, uh, actually, in the ridiculous. low, they actually had somebody who came, and it was like 45 bucks because somebody would come from out of... It was somebody's wife. From, oh, what, a Coleman? Yeah, it was a staff member's yeah. wife. They started a, they started a service to where the inmates have to pay 45 bucks to get something, and, and they wouldn't come out for one person. There had to be four or five people. So you've got five people at $45 a piece. And then I will walk around the compound and there will be Matt sitting in his little concrete table outside. Writing. With Frank. This is when he wasn't in the library. With no other than Frank Amadeus. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're going to talk about... Uh, Amadeo, not Amadeus. Amadeus. Listen, I call Listen, him all he's kinds gonna of be, he's, That's the emperor you're talking about. I know. He's, sooner or later, wait until he gets out again. 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 This time he's got a plan. And that guy that spoke with the aliens... He had a Hispanic last name. 
he talked, he heard voices. He was homeless. And then he got stuck into the, come on, bro. You and I used to hang out with him. And he's to, he talked to people from other planets. And other the planets. aliens are coming. I told you the other day, you have him as a friend on Facebook. And you say, yeah, Martinez, Hernandez. He's a white dude, but he has a Hispanic last name. I'm not sure. There are so many crazy people. I, he, was, he was a sovereign citizen. Oh, no. You're talking. I know you're talking. He didn't talk to aliens. You're talking about um, Chris Marrero. Chris Marrero. He spoke with people from other no, he planets. Believes, he believes in, in the aliens, and he believes in the, that the uh, Anunnaki are actually, which is an alien race, is actually running the entire planet. He believes in— uh, This he was believes, Matt's friend. He's a sovereign citizen. He believes, he's, he, I would love to get him. On <laughs> he the was homeless. He, oh, I know. He would go forever. He would talk, be able to talk about this stuff in very, very, a very detailed, precise way for hours and hours. And it would make sense. He's fascinating. He's fascinating. He is a fascinating character. Insane. In a, in a crazy, yeah. Yes. Totally insane. You've never met anybody like this. Connor, you would love no. this guy. This guy should have, no, he shouldn't be a guest here. He should have his own channel. No, he should. He should. Yeah. Listen, he sends me stuff every single day. Everything that he sends me, by the way, is insane. Every day he sends me stuff. Just give me his contact info. You know, I did time with all his co-defendants. Here he is right here, Chris Marrero. Chris er- Marrero. Oh, wait, that's, you know what? It's, it's hold on, it's Messenger. Is what it, yeah, here, oh, look, for, one of the first people to come up right here. Look at this. Obviously, he's a huge Trump supporter. I got, but this course. is all everything he. Look, you see how he, all these things, all the, this is all stuff he sent me. It's all straight. I guarantee you, he's on this whole. The Earth is flat. No, thing that he's is going not, on. He's Come not, on, bro. He's not on the. He's not on the Earth. Listen, it, I mean, he's crazy. He, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's crazy. But it, you, look, look, afterlife. This is this one's on afterlife. This so is, this is Matt's friend. So Matt is sitting on this table with Frank. With Chris, look, this one look. This one is about the camps that they're they're building camps for us. Uh, uh, for who? Oh, for, in another for, planet? No, or here? That, the, the other planet's just. He doesn't think we're going to another planet. This is here. He believes that COVID is here to like so they control us and they're going to put us all in these oh, FEMA camps. Oh, really? He's got a whole FEMA camp thing going on. It's it's. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to. So you have to understand this. Here's Matt with Frank Amadeo, who's fucking insane. Yeah, he thinks he's going to be emperor of the world. With Chris Marrero. He hears voices. Who is fucking insane. Vo- both of these guys yeah. hear voices, by the way. Super entertaining. Chris Marrero does not he hear hears voices. voices. And he just he's just crazy. Occasionally, it will be the your your sidekick on legal paperwork. Oh, wait, uh, uh, Pete, Pete, uh, uh, Pete, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Pete. Occasionally, it will be Pete, which was brought a little Receive. normality. Yes, Pete was to the group because he was super smart. Super smart, but Pete has a touch of uh, of Asperger's, uh, so he's he's a little quirky, but super smart. I mean, we're talking about amazingly uh, intelligent, and he's got like a yeah. photographic memory. And but then and that about, would be what about Caroni? Oh my Dennis Caroni. That is Caroni. Then there's Dennis Caroni. What a fucking nut job yeah. Caroni is, right? I wrote a story about Caroni. I wrote a story yeah. about Caroni called Indefensible. You want to talk about someone who got screwed over? Caroni lent a friend of his dead brother's, his dead brother, his brother who died, he, who had a friend. Mm-mm. He said, so he's my friend by proxy. I lent him $50,000 to open up a, a, a pain clinic. Well, guess what? Before, it was for FinFin. Before FinFin, before he could open up the FinFin diet clinic in New Orleans, FinFin became illegal, so they opened up a pain management clinic. 
Caroni, who lived in L.A., who had nothing to do with it. They open it up. It starts running. Caroni calls every couple of days to say, hey, how much money did you make today? Hey, what's going on with this? Hey, what's going on with that? Send me some money. Send me some money. So Caroni is a part of the business, but only so much as he's, send me some money, send me some money. Correct. Because he's a greedy but, fucker. But they're saying that him. he's getting paid. It is, but he doesn't realize that it's a pain. It, it's a, it, actually, it wasn't a pain. A, it wasn't a, a, a pill mill. It was just a pain clinic. Yeah. Listen, if I told you the whole story on how he, so the guy who lends 50 grand and has nothing to do with the operation of the place ends up getting indicted. He feels like he didn't do anything wrong, so he goes Went to, to trial. trial. Man, what a mistake that was. 19 and a half years God. from Listen, that's enough to make anybody crazy. Yeah. And but this is the funny part. You walk Monday by that table where Matt's sitting yeah. with all these white crazy men. On Tuesday, you walk. Caroni's Jewish. But uh, uh, that makes him not white. Oh, no, I guess he's, he's, he's white. He's still white. But on Tuesday, you Somebody walk by that Matt's table, same table. Now he's surrounded by Snoop. Snoop. And, uh, and all the other. Snoop, DV. Correct. Uh, uh, so now about? it's Matt with like six black guys, yeah. all writing either urban novels and or or true crime stories, and and here in the Middle East, of course, Matt doing his thing, you know, coaching on the writing and proofreading and all this stuff. And occasionally, I would be lucky enough to walk by, and they'd be like, "Hey, hey Venezuela, come here, check this out," and they will give me like a manuscript to read, and and God. and I'll give him some horrible. feedback, and I'll be like, they "Yeah, I think you use the word fuck that hoe." A little too much yeah, on that yeah. chapter, you know. Uh, I gave that bitch the I pipe. I gave that bitch. Uh, fuck. And she her, said, I gave she her said, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. I gave her that like, black python. Why, uh, did, why didn't this guy give it to her? I knocked the wig off that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so uh, that that I got my exposure to that. So, so there was a little, there was a very diverse group you hang out. Yeah, with. I can, I can, I can hang with the, uh, I can hang with the the urban, uh, you know, homeboys, or, or I can hang with the guy who owned the power plant. Remember, did you ever meet the guy who owned the uh, power plant? Mm-hmm. Who was that? Uh, what, was, <coughs> what was his name? Oh, hey, what happened to Lance? Lance? I've been trying to get a hold of Lance. Lance was, Lance was my boy. I'll tell no, you what, no, he, well, no. well, because he takes yeah. one to know one. So, I know, but Lance, Lance, Lance uh, everybody I know about, everybody I know as far as Lance, Lance went to prison. Lance was going to help everybody and nah, look after everybody and care get, about everybody. On, and he, now, everybody I know, he didn't respond. Listen, we're talking talk about prison. Him. This guy, and, and I was thinking about that on the way here, because you come across as a piece of shit. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and he my is. feelings a little bit. But... Uh, if I had feelings. But if you see the other, because somebody the other day told me the same thing about me. It's like, man, you're such an asshole, but then you do all these things and people just don't know what you do. And, yeah. and, and you just, you'll just love that whole asshole image. And I'm like, no, it's just, it's just people don't dig deep enough. Or, and I, nor do I give a fuck about what people think. But this is one of the guys that when he got out, you send money to people. Me? Oh, I sent money to yeah. people. Yeah, and when Absolutely. people got out, they reached out to you. Yes. And you gave money to people Absolutely. that were out. Absolutely. I, I gave money to, I don't want to say don't any names. We're not going to say any names, no, but, but I know. I actually, I got out. A guy got out two years before me. He was living in his car. I know. And I was in the halfway house, and I sent him money. And Listen, bro, I got out, and when I got out, I reached out to you. Right. And you were like, man, you have yeah, to come you over. Yeah, fir- I was one of the first people that you yeah, reached out to. Yeah, and he's like, you got to come over. You got to see what I'm doing, and I'm going to get you started, and blah, 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 blah. You're, you know, so... Like I said, that that is a code. That is a prison code. The issue with Lance is you already knew from the get go that mother. And by the way, he embezzled the, uh, three billion with a B yeah. dollars. Yeah. Not not three I million. See, I did. Thir- I remember when I met him. I I said, "Hey, Lance, listen. You know." He's like, "Oh, so how much was your crime?" I said, "Man, thirty nine million. You know, big case." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's a big case." I said, <laughs> and, and, and and here I'm like, "That's the interest guy. and I'm on like, what he big owes. guy, you know." And and. 
so I'm telling him one day, and like, man, I remember, you know, I, 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 we had this, the company had like this little helicopter that, that we would fly back and forth, a, a Robinson 44, because it was super cheap. And you could fly to like Miami, and it wasn't mine, it was my partner's, but it was super cool because I would say like, I'm going to Miami, and I'll jump in the helicopter and, and just be in Miami like 45 minutes. And he was like, yeah, man, yeah, I did the same thing with my jets. And I'm like, jets, plural? Said, uh, yeah, and I'm like, plural? okay, so your case is a, so I said, listen, how much, was, how much is your case? He goes, uh, just a couple zeros more than yours. And I said, like 300 million? He goes, no, 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 there is, there, there is a, no, you got to add another zero. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like three billion? He's like, yeah, yeah. But I gave back two. By the way, this motherfucker gave back two billion. And so he kept one, obviously. Or, or not, because they think we kept some money. And uh, he's out. But that guy had some knowledge. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. a sharp guy. He's a sharp guy. But he's all, he, did, he, did, he did like 20 years, bro. Yeah, yeah he, did, he did some hard time. He's now 78. And, and you know he went to trial and they start. So he mm -hmm. went to trial and they sent him to the pen. Yeah. This is like a nonviolent crime. You sent him to the All pen. All man, 58 years old, goes to the pen, gets his ass kicked. Yeah, because guys were trying to shake him down. He said, I'm not going to pay anybody. Boom, they beat the fucking piss out of him. Beat the fuck out of him. Taught GED at the pen. Had to ask for permission from the gangs to be able to teach GED. I mean, he, had the, he has a great story. I'm trying to, to get him to come to... We're gonna have to go to him probably, but yeah, I'm, I I'm, I'm irritated that he's not returning phone calls to anybody. Not that I've ever reached out to him, but yeah, I, you know, but I, I ate breakfast with him every morning for a year. By the way, well, not every morning, but probably five days a week, five or six days a week for a year. When he first got to no, law, no, or? no, no, when I just before I left. Oh, just oh, so right? yeah, I, because I, I got gone. moved into the same unit as him, and there were a couple other guys I hung out with that also ate with him. So we all okay. ended up eating so at all... the same time. Yeah. yeah, you 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 have those guys, but you also have man. You look at that. You even have the tranny on your phone, so you have. Course, listen, you guys. I love the Smith. Like, Not in that way. Oh, well, I know. You know. You know. And I and I and by the way, I could because you, you ever heard of the the ten year card? That once you do more than ten years, you get a free pass. Yeah, when you get yeah, when they say well, I got my ten year card. So if you've done more than ten years, you get a free pass. It's okay. Well, yeah. if you yeah. do under ten, at at the pen, they will tell you like it's not until you fuck the fifth guy. Oh my god! I'm like. Dude, I think after you fuck the first one, you kind of know if you like it or not. Yeah, you're They're gay. They're like, no, 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 no. You fuck five, you're gay, bro. <laughs> so what if I fuck four? You, listen, you were just trying listen, to Listen, no, I glanced too long at another guy. You were, you were taking it out for a spin. Yeah, you know, you were no. kicking out the tires or whatever. I'm like, no. mm, I don't know. Listen, Miss Smith was hilarious. Hilarious. I want to say, I, I, is that the one that looked like a, a I don't want to be offensive, that, like a little bit like a crackhead? No. Okay, no, no. Look, look, you know, you, uh, what, Serena, looked like Serena uh, Williams. <laughs> that is Serena. like the most offensive comment Serena. for Serena Williams that you can make, probably. We should have put hashtag Serena Williams on this video. I'm sure she'll love it. I'm trying to. I can't. Why can I not see her pictures? Just send me the ones that she sent you. Gregory Smith. No, it's Gabrielle, bro. Oh, is it? Gabrielle, is that what it was? Of course, oh, man. Gabrielle Smith. You don't want to... But I don't know what I have. Well, um, you some, just show me the ones that don't show... No, you... you oh, oh, the I engine. Know uh, I know what it is. I got to go... I don't need to see what's under the hood. I already know. It's just, just, just wrong. So many ways. So I have a friend of mine who used to take a shower. He, he was taking a shower in front of the, the one that we were talking about, the tall... Black dude with the tits. 
Right. And by the way, they charge to show you their tits. Of course. Like five bucks. Just to show them to you. So the guy's taking a shower and he's like, man, I'm going to get a free peek at the tits, whatever. So he's like... A free, a free peek. peek at the tits. So he's like trying to get a peek of the tits. And he's, he's telling me the story. And he's like, man, I'm trying to see. And, and, and this dude is like facing the wall so nobody sees his tits, whatever. And out of a sudden, I guess the black dude, the tranny, goes like this to, to wash his feet or whatever. Oh. And he goes, I could see like his dick swinging under the shower. And I'm like, I'm done. Oh, my God. So the no, that was after my changed the name. <clears throat> that was after my time. No, no, that was after my time. Look, look I, 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 oh look. wow, yikes! Oh. Serena Williams, no, right? No, no, well, well, you know what's going on? What? Is, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> that's confusing. <laughs> that's 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 both arousing and perturbing. <clears throat> It, 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 Wait, it, it, I, is this the other? <coughs> is that uh, the one that I'm talking about? No, no, no. no, no. What's, here's what's funny. Why, why, by the way, they are, most of them are, are, are in prison for fraud. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Credit tax, card fraud. No, this was tax fraud. And they get fraud to get money to get operated. Yeah. Yeah, because, because I remember talking to them and they were like, it was well worth it. I'll do four years. But look at this. Look at what I got. I'm like, I remember uh, uh, Miss Smith when I, I said, so, so you're going to go through the whole thing. You're gonna, are you going to get, I said, you're getting the surgery? And, and, and she's like, absolutely, I'm getting the surgery. I go, well, what are you going to do with when they snip it? What are you going to do with it? And <laughs> he goes, I go, what do you gonna, she, What do you mean? I said, I go, are you going to keep it? Like keep it in a jar? Like, 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 like a from, from like the You're going to keep it? Keep it? And she goes, I don't want, no, I don't want anything to do with this thing. This thing's been nothing but problems for me. <laughs> we were laughing so hard. Listen, I'm, I, they, they, you, you got to bring them here, bro. Hilarious, because the stories right? they tell, they used to tell me, you know who used to, who were the guys that used to get with me? All yeah. married guys and not to fuck me. I was like, wait a second. Whoa, whoa. They're like, yeah. And you know, in prison, a lot of these guys, they don't want to fuck me. They want me to fuck them. I'm like, dude. And, and I used to, guys, you would walk by and throw notes in the cell. How about commissary? Oh, yeah. Tons, <laughs> of, car tons of commissary. Tons. <clears throat> you saw. Biggin. So that's, you know, those are some of the hustles. So yeah. if you're watching this and you're a tranny, listen, the you, are best, gonna, you are not going to do hard This time. is what I was going to say. That honestly, you know what one of the enhancements needs to be in, in the, in the, when they revise the, uh, the federal sentencing uh, um, guidelines? They need to do an enhancement for homosexuals. Homosexuals have a, do not have it nearly as hard as straight guys. If you're a homosexual and you go to prison... This should be an enhancement because they should have to do more time because the truth is they're 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 getting they're doing way less, way softer time. I'm doing way harder time than a homosexual. And, and, and listen, I'm all about the LBGTQ. I support it. You'll see if I ever do podcasts, I wear my shirt that says <laughs> I, dude, I have pictures. It says I'm straight but I don't hate. I mean, I'm all about it. I support the community. <laughs> Big bo- I have no I have no issues with head. that. My sis is gay. I love her to pieces. You know, I, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable enough with my sexuality where I don't have to deal with that Can shit. Can you imagine that this comments I'm going to get because I'm saying she? But Well, you know, they like to refer as she's. As a matter of fact, there was a memo that was passed on oh, the DOP that said you refer to that inmate as either she or inmate. Yes, I, and I, I was in the drug program and I had no choice. Yeah, but you remember when they had gay day? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I, they had... 
course. A gay day yeah. in prison. They had a party. They had a and party. They had they had a special meal. Party meals. and they yeah. had a special meal. And of course, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but I was working on education. So the education department is right here, and vocational is right here. So all I had to walk was like literally maybe 20 feet. And that's where they had the party. And they had like amazing food. So I'm working and I tell my coworker, bro, I'm gonna go to the gay day stuff <laughs> on the next move. We have a five minute move where we can go to where we're going and we can come back in five minutes. Yeah, because then they close the compound and if you're and caught on the compound, if you're caught on the compound, once they lock all the doors, if you're caught outside of a building, <clears throat> then you can get a you're shot. You're in trouble. Right. So I tell this guy, listen, I'm gonna take the five minute move. I'm gonna go there, get some food and come back. Right. And he goes, yeah, 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 bro, hook me up. I'm like, don't worry, I got you. So I run to vocational, I open the door. Dude, I come back to my job with nothing. And the guy goes, what the fuck, bro? Where's the food? I said, bro, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> he goes, what happened? He said, I walk in, lights are off, they have a disco ball on, they have music playing, and there's inmates dancing with inmates. And he goes, are you fucking kidding me? And I said, no, bro. And he goes, so why didn't you get the food? I said, bro, what if I got stuck in there? I have to be there for an hour. And he goes, dude, what's the problem? I said, bro, I would have had to dance with one of those guys. You know I mean? <laughs> so I just don't want to dance with any of those guys. So I came back. So we had gay day and I had, a, I had a visit during that week. And my kids told me the whole prison was decorated with like rainbows and gay pride Seriously? and the whole thing. What's going on? And my daughters were like, what Dad, is, is, this like, is this like turning into a gay prison? I'm like, I don't know. But it could very well be since I learned to crochet while I was here and I learned to paint. So, yeah, it's, it's you know, we have stories. Okay. We have stories. Let's, you want to wrap this up? Let's wrap this up, yeah. yeah. We have I'm, some I feel, I'm starting later. to feel uncomfortable. So I feel uncomfortable <laughs> with the situation. See, for my next podcast, I'm going to bring, with Matt, I'm going to bring my... I'm straight, but I don't hate shirt. To see what he's gonna say, and then you guys can come in and say, "Hey, dude, we need to get Miss Smith on here. We definitely need to get Miss Smith." I'll pitch in for that trip. Yeah, and yeah. and and he can stay here. No, he can't stay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. Okay, so wait, Colby's wait. house. Col Colby will Colby will put we'll up. Host, Smith. We'll host. We'll host Miss Smith. Yes, I agree, hundred percent. If you like the podcast, do me a favor and subscribe. Hit the like button, hit the hit the bell so you get notified. Leave a comment in the description for the algorithm and share the video to all of your friends and family. I appreciate you watching. And this was Matt Cox and Juan Sanchez. Hasta luego. See ya. Hasta luego. Nos vemos. Whatever that meant.